Listener Production. Hey, Sarah, it's Liz here. I've been married for about 25 years and I know not every relationship can be fun and games all the time, but I'm feeling a little bored um, with life and work and kids and all the things. It's just not very exciting anymore. So I'm wondering how I can bring some excitement back into my kind of bit boring mundane relationship. Great to hear from you, Liz, and I love the honesty. Long-term relationships ebb and flow in their excitement and their energy, and there are so many strategies that you can look at in order to bring that joy that you might be missing and create some sort of refreshed sense of fun. In my coaching experience, I've often worked with individuals seeking to revive the spark in their relationship. It's so unbelievably common. And the first step is acknowledging that you do have a desire for excitement and joy, which is completely natural. Communication is also very important. So having an open and honest conversation with your husband about the way that you feel is a start and is something that I would really suggest. Share your desire with your partner about injecting more fun into your lives. Discuss your individual expectation and also your ideas for what fun means to both of you as it can be completely different. Communication is also so very important. So having an open and honest conversation with your husband about your feelings is the first start and is something that I definitely would suggest. Share your desires to inject more fun into your lives together and then between the two of you, discuss your individual expectations and your ideas for what fun means to both of you because at times it can be very different. You can also revisit whether you have some shared dreams together. So often life's demands can lead us to forget the dreams and aspirations we once had as a couple. So really take time to reconnect with those dreams. Plan new adventures or revisit old ones that once brought you joy and excitement. And then the two of you might like to establish some new shared hobbies. Discovering new activities together can be really invigorating, whether it's something like cooking classes or hiking or having a ritual of trying new restaurants or bars or even learning a new skill. Shared hobbies create really fresh experiences and provide an opportunity for both of you to grow together. Something that's really important is I really encourage you to practice gratitude amidst the routine you could take time to appreciate each other. I know that sounds so simple, but it's something that will make such a difference. Share moments of gratitude for the small and sometimes significant things. This not only fosters a positive atmosphere, but it also reminds the both of you the reasons that you guys fell in love in the first place. Embrace the funny things in life too and give in to laughter because laughter is such a great way to bring the two of you together. Seek out other moments of joy and humour. It might be watching a funny movie, attend a comedy show, or even reminisce about some shared funny experiences. Laughter can break down a lot of walls and really rekindle the joy in your connection. I'd also ask you to think about yourself as an individual away from the partnership. Take time for self-discovery. Sometimes rediscovering your own passions can help ignite the excitement in your relationship potentially pursue individual interests and share your newfound joys with each other. This really adds to the depth and richness in your partnership together. Lastly, never be afraid to seek support. 
Couples counselling can provide a really nice neutral space to explore your feelings and work together on strategies to revitalise your relationship. Professional guidance can offer new perspectives and tools for rekindling the flame, or you can ask your close friends for their advice. You know, if they've been in long-term relationships, you'll find that more people have gone through this sort of thing than not. When I spoke with Mark Groves on a Life of Greatness podcast, he spoke about differences in marriage. Isn't that the greatest irony? Mm. In our fear of being rejected by you or abandoned by you, I actually reject and abandon myself. And so most people operate in relationship till they don't, till it's not maintainable anymore. Like, you know, the moment one person says... I'm, and it's usually when we get tired of it, we get exhausted, we have illness, maybe we're feeling so anxious, maybe depressed, maybe we're addicted to things, maybe we're distracting ourselves. But really what we're distracting ourselves from is the truth. And it takes one person to say, hey, I miss you or hey, I feel like I take you for granted or you take me for granted or enough with the infidelity or whatever the thing is that brings the truth to the surface. It is one of those moments where we're invited to be liberated because when the first when the first person finally says, I'm no longer going to wear this mask, I like to think of relationships as sacred. Mm. Like the connection I have with my partner is sacred. And so I think of it like, will we lay these things at the altar? Lay them at the altar of love, which is ironic considering my previous experience with altars. <laughs> yes. But will we? Because if... If you believe your relationship to be sacred, then to act in any way that doesn't honor truth is actually not acting in reverence to the relationship. And, you know, my ultimate belief is that love is the thing that might just be most important. So to you, Liz, and to all my listeners, as you embark on the journey to infuse fun and excitement back into your marriage... Remember that communication, shared dreams, shared hobbies, gratitude, laughter, self-discovery and seeking support are really the pathways to a vibrant and fulfilling relationship. You can navigate the complexities of a partnership with authenticity and joy, which fosters a future that is both enduring and very exciting. Listener. 